Happy Friday, Bills Mafia. Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Forecast on the Cold Front Report. As usual, we have our uh, two suspects over here, and I'll, I'll reiterate it again. Herm, finish the drive, the Buffalonian. How you doing, Herm? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, still a little bit irked about Monday night, but uh, we move on to the next one. That's right. Cody, uh, you feeling a little somber as well? Yeah, I think when you have a Monday night game like that, it kind of ruins your week. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, got, just, you, got, uh, you got less time to get over it. That's yeah. for sure. And just start off on the wrong foot. Yep, yeah, so... Uh, as uh, for the uninitiated here on the Friday night forecast, we break down each and every week's uh, or the upcoming week's opponent, give you our takes, predictions, all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you are not able to take the uh, what we got going on in the background, we got a dog Sorry. back there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you're not able to catch it live, uh, check us out on all social media platforms, any podcast services. Uh, like, subscribe, like, like, subscribe, and share. Um, but if not, you know, catch us live here each and every Friday night. So, fellas, uh, tough loss um, for multitudes of reasons. Uh, playoff implication, AFC East, division rivals. You got to deal with the uh, those uh, New Englanders. Uh, let's start with the uh, the red zone, Herm. Since you are an advocate for the Bills finishing the drive. What were your thoughts on uh, the, you know, just a, just a downright poor performance in the red zone? Well, on that uh, first and goal on the six, uh, first of all, I don't like, we weren't running the ball. They weren't going to let us run the ball. The first play on that, on that uh, red zone drive was a, a run to Moss, if I remember correctly, for no gain which was pretty much the story of the night when you ran between the tackles. Um, then now we're in the second down situation. And then we're in third. We get, I think we got, uh, was it a penalty? I don't know if it was that driving in a sack. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then all set. Now we went backwards. We went backwards, which, uh, as you know, Travis, it's been one of my uh, pet peeves all year is our inability to score in the red zone. And Sean McDermott took a lot of heat. If you guys uh, saw because of his post game conference, uh, this isn't about Belichick. This isn't, oh, and everybody thought it was sour grapes. I agree with him. I mean, we had our opportunities and, and uh, we were one for four in the red dry, red zone. We missed a field goal, which I, I can't blame Moss. The win was horrible, but, we missed it, nevertheless. And he makes a field goal with, with position, and all of a sudden, uh, your strategy of passing the ball three times, you go from genius to probably being questioned. And you make Mac Jones beat us coming back down the field. So um, to me, it just came down to the fact that, once again, we didn't execute in the red zone, which has been, our, has been problematic all season. It's cost <clears> us. Uh, the Tennessee game, think about it. You know, we, we need what uh, not even a yard, a foot and a half on the three-yard line in the red zone. We don't do it. We lose the game. We score 31 points, but we lose the game. And 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 uh, so the the reputation of being a fraud as opposed to being a contender, it's that close, right? I mean, it, it is that close. But the bottom line is we haven't executed in the red zone. Patriots scored. They were in the red zone once. They didn't score. 
So uh, that's uh, it's it's a stickler with me, but I'm sure not just with me. But it, to me, it comes down to play calling. We were throwing the ball. It was bad elements, but we got Josh for a reason, a big arm and uh, playing in Buffalo in the wintertime and in the windy weather. And he threw the ball on the last drive, which took us down there. And uh, we continue to want to run the ball when the other teams are, are not going to allow us. And our offensive line is just not built, it seems, right now for the run game. So that's kind of my assessment in that area. Yeah, I wanted to touch on a couple things you said. You mentioned. Uh you know, getting that the penalties or, or, or taking a sack whenever we get behind the sticks, it just seems like this year, we're not able to overcome that. Like we did last year. I think we kind of took it for granted how great we were on overcoming uh, down in distances last year. And for whatever reason this year, uh, we're not as successful and especially in the red zone. Um, Cody. Oh yeah. And also you're right. We were, th I mean, I, th I believe we scored a touchdown going into the wind. Uh, those last two drives, we moved the ball down, but what's beginning to seem like a theme is, is just stalling out in the red zone. Um, and uh, not quite sure what, what is to blame. And like you said, they brought up Belichick. I mean, I think that I'm not, I'm not quite outside of the, the, you know, just figuring it's bad weather. The Bills are suspect when going against a tougher running opponent. Outside of that, there I didn't see any Belichick in the game. I just, you know, they just kind of, like I said before, they just we played their game and they they let us make mistakes, and that eventually uh, is what cost us. Cody, uh, give us a little insight on what you saw regarding the Bills' red zone woes this week and maybe you know the entire season. Yeah, and, and it has been the whole season. Um, that's been our, our downfall. I think, obviously, all year what we see, and not just in the red zone, is that we're completely a, a one-dimensional team. Um, and when you get down to that short field, other teams know what you're going to do at that point. Um, these guys can just pin their, their, their ears back and, and get after us. Um, you saw – those last two drives that we went all the way down to the five, six yard line. I think like Herm brought up, we, we had the one handoff to Moss and it didn't go anywhere. And I tell you what, it could have, if he, if he bounced it outside, it was wide open. Um, that was just poor vision there. So I think what we see is these late developing plays that once we get behind the sticks, like you guys pointed out, which in both those fourth quarter drives in the red zone, we did take a penalty. So now you're behind the sticks and we, and we do these late developing pass plays that just take forever. And now we're, we're throwing from the 25 yard line. And, and the one thing I don't do that we don't do that I always see week in and week out is it seems that even if there's a chance for a first down at the four or five yard line, it always goes into the end zone we never try to get the first down and that's been frustrating. Um, so I think you just have kind of a, a mishmash of, of being one dimensional and teams know what you're going to do. And that's past the ball. Um, number two, taking terrible penalties at inopportune times. Um, number three, not having a running back that anybody really fears at all. Um, and, and it just comes down to, I, I don't, I'm not like I'm not someone that likes to put it all on the play calling, but I do feel like 
when you have the same problem week in and week out, there's got to be something that's congruent, you know, and um, I don't know. We got to figure it out before it's too late here. And it's getting to that point where it's almost too late. And you forgot your fourth thing. And uh, Jeremy got you covered there. Uh, Cody Ford is uh, dumpster trash. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Herm, I saw you nodding your head before. Um, You know, you, you mentioned it in the chat three, you know, the, the, the throws to the end zone, um, nothing underneath. It's, it's, it's hard as, as somebody who does is in at practice you know, not really knowing what the scheme is. Is it a lack of execution or is it beyond that? Because, um, you know, a lot, like we mentioned before, I don't know about you guys, but Cole Beasley looked pretty open or at least would have been able to make a contested catch or, you know, go for the ball in that situation. You know, they, they yeah. blitzed, which was one of the few times. And, you know, you, you'd expect the guy running across your face to be your first option, but Alan, uh, went elsewhere but again should it have come down to a fourth and 14 no you know we, we were in the driver's seat we were sitting there wonder worried about scoring too quickly and <clears throat> once again we weren't able to score at all and and, and uh we're, we've come to the crossroads and i put that in the show run where this is a this is a point where you know all that outside noise it, it can become a reality which um I kind of want to get into something that you already touched on this run game, Cody, I'm going to send it back to you. Is it the O-line? Is it the play calling? Is it the backs or is it a culmination of all three? Yeah, it's a culmination of all three. Um, You know, I touched on it early and Jeremy just again, I mean, that, that play inside the red zone with Zach Moss. I mean, if he bounces that outside to me, I mean, at least on the, on the broadcast, it looks like he walks in. Um, we're also, you know, on an offensive line part. We're we're not built to run the football. I mean, I think not having John Feliciano out there does hurt because he is a bit of a mauler. Um, but even when we try to do anything that's even behind the line of scrimmage, screen passes, we talk about it all the time. Anytime they try to do it, it's terrible. It looks awful. Um, I just don't think the movement skills are there. Um, and then you 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 partner that with having a running back that nobody fears. I mean, a Singletary is great, you know, inside the, the phone booth, right? And and I do love him as a player, and I like him on his team. But nobody's scared of him. You know, Zach Moss, nobody's scared of him. If you put Zach Moss on the Patriots, he's probably pretty good. A power run team. We are not that. It doesn't work here. And then Brita, another guy that I thought was maybe even underutilized this week. Um, Brings that speed element that we talked so much about last week, but is he a one-trick pony? I don't know. You're not going to get the touches if you're putting the ball on the ground. Right. Well, see, on that one, I thought, I mean, personally, I thought that Allen kind of slammed that up in his shoulder pads there. Regardless of who, I I agree with you, but as a running back, he hit him in the shoulder pads with that. And I said that when it was happening, he gets, well, they gave Allen actually credit for the fumble. Oh, oh did I didn't even see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they gave it. Yeah, Josh got the statistic as the fumble, but um, all right, yeah, you know that one there. Uh, his hands. I mean, I agree with Jeremy, and and I agree with you, Charles. I think he did go in the doghouse, but I really, on that particular play, 
Herman, you know, I, I, I mean, you saw that ball came up here. Yeah, it was when, when you're wearing shoulder pads and you slam it off, that ball just went right off the, the front As of the shoulder. As a former pad. running back, you're coming through with your eyes on that hole and the ball yeah. should be here, but he hit you it high. Slam him in the gut. Still, you know, you can say he should have held it, but whatever. It's a fumble yeah. when he gets. Josh got the credit, but he was the bat. Right. So, uh, and then he's in the doghouse, as they said, for the rest of the game. So, right. Uh, I don't know, you know, but Cody's right. Our, our O line isn't built. I read the whole bunch of things during the week. We're a passing team. It was bad weather. Oh, you're not to be able to pass, but we were able to pass, you know, and, and, um, but, uh, and, and all of a sudden and he becomes a genius because you don't pass even when you had to win, but I don't believe he had the confidence in the kid to pass as we do with Josh. So it didn't work out. Yeah. You saw that first yeah, ball one. sale on him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was lucky to even complete that one. You're right. Yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up, <clears throat> if you don't have the horses to, you know, run a power game, to just straight up beat the guy in front of you, I think as an offensive coordinator, which something that gets swept under the rug, and I don't know, maybe they have a, the running with that coach, a running game coordinator, but you need to manufacture space. The Bills... When their bills, the Bills defense isn't getting beat necessarily because teams are running straight at them. They're pulling guys. They're doing wham blocks. They're doing pin and pulls. That is the reason why you see some of these gaping holes is because they are running schemes where your eyes go go in one direction, but the ball may go in the other direction. And, and honestly, ninety percent of the time, and again, you know that that's probably high, but a majority of the time, I see our linemen blocking straight up. They're getting either stonewalled or pushed back. And, you know, you, you have these backs trying to get in between these, these non-existent holes. And to me, you know, at at some point you got to put some, some window dressing and even, you know, we, we, we hardly see as much motion as we did as we did, as we did last season. So I don't know. I don't know what, um, Is the again? We we've spoke about this before. I don't know what the identity is, and you know, if you're just gonna if you're gonna run the ball just for the sake of running the ball, I get why right. they don't run the ball. You know, right. it's like, right, and, and that's what it seems like they point, do just for the sake of running the ball, right? And I get it. You know, you see, you hear you. I tried to stay off social media a lot this week because I knew it was going to be bad. But you, I mean, I, I took screenshots. I want to make a segment for the for the bad tweets, but it was. You know, fire this guy, fire that guy, start this guy, draft that guy, and it's it's to the point where, listen, we're we've got we've gotten we've packed our bags, we've gotten on the plane, and there's not much we can do. We're we're, we're on the ride now, and and you know, I don't know if any soul searching or um, you know, just just changing philosophy. I, I think it might be too late for that kind of stuff. So. We are who we are, you know, next, next year, it's very clear of what we need to do, right. but the season isn't over yet. And, uh, you know, it brings me back to the point is it's, it's, we're at a crossroads and, uh, you know, a lot has been made of, um, this defense, which I thought the interview with Hyde and Poyer, I share their frustration because outside of that big run, you know, it wasn't fun to watch, but you know, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't go for a, a a huge amount of yards combined. Obviously, if you're going to throw the ball three times and you win the game, you're still going to have to put up some yards. So, outside that big run, um, I thought they did a decent job. And especially after uh, 
I think the the fourth quarter ended something, something was said to Matt Milano It was said on the the broadcast and he started shooting gaps. Um, uh, Herm, I'll spin it over to you. Uh, Do you think the run defense was that bad? Um, You know, you can't take away big runs, but overall, do you think the defense on a, you know, the, the run defense specifically, did they play well enough to win? Well, uh, he had, I think, a, a buck 11, 111, and the other guy had 84. They ran for, I think, like 220 with 19 yards passing. So you had a total, total yardage of uh, 260 or less, and 67 came on the one run. So uh, with Hyde and, and, and um, that interview, I mean, I agree with him. With Poyer and Hyde, because uh, um, first of all, I mean, I read a lot of. I, I first thing I read the Buffalo paper every day. So Jerry Sullivan, the guy who asked <laughs> the question, is to me kind of a. Uh, he's always got a little negative slant to things. He's a little slimy. Yeah, mm. very much so. So uh, and you know they see him every week. They see him during the week and everything. But um, you know they they were right. I mean, they scored fourteen points. And if uh, generally in a football game, the way I look at it, if you give up 14 <clears throat> points, you should win that game if you have an offense. I don't give it, and I don't really care about the weather because we had opportunities to score more than the 10 points we put up on the board. They like to factor in the fact we had a short field on the, um, the muff punt, the uh, face mask that touched the guys, the ball touching his face mask, but we scored on the next play. So, uh, which was our, our, uh, uh, you know, our uh, foray. So I, the defense itself, I mean, I think they were three for 12 on third down. You basically outside the 67 yard run, which was just some bad angles by the safeties linebackers got cut off and the guy broke through. Same thing happened with Derek Henry. If I remember in the, in that, uh, uh, game. he had the long run and uh, your stats look great. Our run game. I mean, look at last night. Uh, uh, Dalvin Cook ran for 200 and something yards on the Steeler defense. So, uh, second time in three weeks, the Steelers' front four is better than ours, in my opinion. And that's second time in three weeks they've given up over 200 yards in the run game. And nobody was asking um, uh, Tomlin last night, were you embarrassed about the run game? No, because the game mm-hmm. was close. So, um, I thought the defense. Still- yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're getting blown out too. <laughs> I turned yeah, the game if I can on. just interject, I understand right. that that um, comment after Indianapolis game because they should have been embarrassed. You know, they didn't right. look like they wanted to, to tackle the guy, but you know, it's your division rival that the the the, the division is on the line, and you know, journalists got to do their job. But you know, a guy like Jerry Sullivan is he's looking for that reaction, <clears throat> so. I know Micah went back and apologized. I don't think he had to, but 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 for the fact of you know, he's a the Jerry Sullivan just is a rabble rouser and that and it's you know these are grown men. They get paid to do this, and uh, you know it affects them. You know they they're the ones that got to go sleep on it and get back to work. Uh, Cody, your thoughts on the the run defense? Yeah, just wanted to comment on on Hyde real quick with Sullivan. <laughs> I didn't think he was out of line at all. Um, not talking about Sullivan. I'm talking about Hyde here. I think, like you said, these are grown men that are doing a job that just, right. you know, playing an hour of football 
um, in a game that came down to the wire and you had to pull some snide remark. I just think I was completely out of line. And I think he deserved everything that comes to him. Um, he has a reputation for doing this, as we all know. And um, so forget that guy. Anyway, back to the back to the run defense. Um, no, I don't. I actually don't think it was very bad. Like you said, we can't. You can't eliminate a play, right? But with that play, they ran what forty six times for so and so yards. I think it was four point eight yards per carry with it, and three and a half like without that half. carry. That's right. Right. Yeah. We had nine tackles for a loss, um, which is outstanding. Um, I think. And I think Cody or one of these guys that, that chimed in. Um, Milano shooting the gaps towards the end. I think that came after halftime where they saw – what you saw in the first half, I think, was those Patriots running backs, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty patient guys. And um, there were so many times where it was just a pileup right. of offensive and defensive linemen. And then these guys would scuttle out of the pile and shoot around the tackles and end up for a 10, 15-yard first down. And it was frustrating because here the play can so easily be killed off. And we just weren't making the play. Now, we can say that on offense and defense. Edmonds was getting sucked in uh, so frequently. And the offensive linemen for the Patriots were getting to that second level. Um, So I think there's plenty of things to clean up. I think a few guys had very good games. Harrison Phillips had a good game. Um, yes. I think, you know, not having Starlow too, like he played, you know, on his Dotson whatever snap count. Well for filling in too. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't right. And you'll see he's already out for this Bucks game coming up. So between sickness and COVID and ankles and toes, this guy wasn't right. <laughs> um, I, overall, I, I thought they actually played it pretty well. Now you see everybody saying, well, you knew it was coming. and but like you, well, you touched on it earlier. There's so many different ways to to window dress things and, and to have motion going one way and, and have your eyes go one way and then the ball goes the other. And they did a good job doing it. That's what they do. That is literally their whole game plan. And the weather played right in. I thought we did a pretty good job of keeping them in check. And at the end of the day, 14 points. I mean, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to get us into our next little segment where I just wanted to touch on people, the, the responsibilities for certain plays. Now the two players that stuck out and you mentioned one of them are in a lot of these, these bigger runs were Tremaine Edmonds and over pursuing by a ton. And AJ Epinesa constantly getting cracked by the wide receiver. As a defensive end, his you you, de- you defend from the outside in, so you make yeah. sure nobody crosses your face before you go crashing down. It's just it's one on one. I mean, you learned that in Pop Warner. And if you noticed the first two drives, it was a feeling out process. They t- they attacked the middle. They attacked the middle. They got stuffed. The Bills' run defense was was pushing them back. And then they had that one big run for the touchdown third down, and they probably ran that 
that crack why with harry i mean you saw it coming you yeah. know just our view our eyes saw it coming every time and i think he made one play on it but he was constantly getting pinned inside and that's one less man you got to worry about blocking and then if you have a guy in Edmonds who is on the opposite side of the formation he's his primary responsibility is to scrape those gaps and make sure there is no cutback. He's all the way over pursuing and it's a wash by then. I mean, you're going to have your one high safety come down and make the tackle every time. It's not going to happen every time. So those few break breakdowns and it was just fundamentals. It wasn't, we didn't get out muscled. We didn't get out, man. We just got out maneuvered and uh, whether our aggressiveness played against us. um, I don't know, you know, but, it, it was just those few plays. And, you know, like I said, I, I, that was my piece on those two guys. Um, Herm, what was your thoughts on, um, you know, Edmonds or any of the defensive ends for that matter? Well, I think as uh, Cody just said a little while ago, um, we let their offensive linemen, they got to the second level, not just with Edmonds, but um, early in the game until really in the fourth quarter with Milano. Uh, our linebackers, because they're running backs, as he said, it was almost just like a traffic jam. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they just wait, and then they'd make a move off to the side or find a little slot, pick up five, six, seven, eight, ten. There was one one stretch. I think they had like three ten yard runs in a row, and they it wasn't like they hit the hole and just busted through. It was just like they sat there, waited, and um, and their line pushed our line back. And it goes back to last week. Cody made a statement about the physicality, and we heard that a lot this week, too, in the criticism of the Bills, that the Titan game, the Patriot game, and and the Colt game, those lines were much more physical than ours at, at the point of attack, and that's why they were able to run on us um, so well in terms of you're talking, what, 200 yards in rushing. So um, Epineza got caught. Uh, rally on both sides. I mean, Russo made some nice plays on the other side, a couple of nice plays on, as a defensive end in terms of maintaining leverage, as you're saying, from the outside in. But Epinesa did get caught. Edmonds was just sucked in, but I don't, I really don't care who was playing linebacker. They were, once those offensive linemen got to you, you're already three, four yards downfield on the ball. And now the running back has an option, as Cody said, all right, here, if three. You're, you're just waiting in a mass of guys and they just push the pile. A couple yeah, times you remember. The, yeah. A couple times you big, remember we, we had men on them in the pile went another three, four yards. Just yeah. being Well, pushed. one of the big, the big downsides to loading the box is you're literally creating traffic. Pile. You know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're artificially taking yourself out of the play. Sure. sure. And if you're not getting the penetration, which I think we started to do in the fourth quarter much better, right? You're it's it's going against you. So yeah. sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to. No, that's that. okay. That's okay. So yeah, I mean that was. Um, I felt there was a lot of blame to go around, um, and on the line specifically because of the fact you were allowing, as Cody said, you were allowing the offensive linemen to get to the second level, and they were getting there, even if it was just three yards off the ball. And then they pushed us back, and the running backs sat there for a couple of times. They just ran behind them, and then all of a sudden they busted through, and they pick up another five yards. Then the pile was just moved. Their linemen would push us, and and they get a first down. But uh, in their third down situations, we stopped them very effectively in terms of uh, statistically. 
and got off the field. Uh, you remember in the first quarter, we got him off the field when we had to win, but we did nothing offensively, you know. So, um, uh, I agree, uh, you know, and Epineza, uh, he's, it's his second year. He's young. He put on a little weight this year, but their line was bigger than him in that sense, too. You know, and they and remember, they were playing him, what, a six lineman and two tight ends. I mean, they 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 sent the message here. We're just going to run the ball. And uh, um, now schematically, we still had five defensive backs on the field at some point. And uh, a few our 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 defensive backs and Poirier and Hyde missed tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a couple of on, on a on a not a couple but on a few of the plays because they got in there they, they met them at the point of attack but the guys picked them up they were strong runners and they picked up another three four yards after contact so that's my take on that before we uh <clears throat> shift gears to uh this week's game uh cody you got anything you want to add um regarding last week yeah i think i think you hit it on it before i think a lot of a lot of times in this game, our over-aggressiveness really hurt us. Um, when you do stack the box, it, it becomes almost one le- one layer of defense. And once they got past that, then it was just running for the hills, right? And that's what happened on the touchdown run. As soon as Hyde misses that, that tackle, which he did another bad angle on, and the same with the two-point conversion, then – it, it it's over for you. The guys are ready, whatever, 10, 15 yards down the field. So there was a problem there. And just to touch on Epinesa, there was a few times in this game where he's he's going right for the quarterback. And, and I felt like they just ran. Maybe he didn't contain at all, and they ran right outside of him. It wasn't even when, when they had Nikhil Harry down there to crack back. What are you going for the quarterback for when they're not, when they're not throwing the football? He's handing it off. Thank you. <laughs> so that was agitating. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, I think, but I do want to say one thing, and it, and I felt like it was going to be a problem when I heard it pregame because I did mention last week I thought we'd go into heavier sets. Is not having AJ Klein this week. Yeah, mm. I think well, he we've was the late seen scratch, right? The late scratch. Um, and he's he's got good instincts, and I think he would have helped a lot in this game. Um. I think, I think this is the type of game that he would thrive in, where it's just, you know, 90, 95% of the time, the ball is going to be out of the quarterback's hand. Go get the ball. That's what A.J. Klein is good at. Absolutely. Yeah, Herm, you got anything to add before we switch gears? No. No, I mean, uh, you guys have, uh, we hit it on the head. Um, Cody just said, I, which I totally agree. Why are you t- diving? <laughs> for the quarterback who's handing the ball off. He's not dropping back to pass. He wasn't yeah. doing RPOs. He wasn't doing <laughs> – there was no play action. And I think uh, – in fact, Cody Cody texted me during that – when they were in the red zone with the win, when they had third down, we were shocked that they didn't do play action because we had to respect yeah. the run. <laughs> and they ran the ball again and just kicked a field goal. Uh, that was I was very yeah, very yeah, very exactly. surprised. Right, right. So uh, doesn't matter now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Mac Mac Jones looks like the a kid waiting at the bus stop in the middle of winter. Yeah, well, <laughs> or a scuba uh, suit. Yeah, I, and <laughs> yeah, I'll right. say this: I, I've, a couple of Patriot fans I've run into, I told them my takeaway 
and we got him again in three weeks, is you didn't trust him to throw the ball in the wind. You can say whatever you wanted to. You wanted to run, but you settled for two field goals with the win, with five yards to go. You're running on third and five. You, you wouldn't let your quarterback pass the ball with the win. So, mm-hmm. all right, you could say, you know, you're playing um, and, and, you know, Belichick becomes a genius and, and, and Josh McDaniel because you ran the ball. You didn't get first downs. You get field goals. And you had to win at your back. So once we came down in that fourth quarter um, against the win, and we drove, we drove the ball down there. There's just uh, two drives of well over 50 yards against the win. But we had the quarterback, I guess it's built for that. We didn't yeah. execute. We dropped balls. We didn't do things. But uh, that was my, that's, that's my takeaway. And uh, I'm looking forward to three weeks from now. And, and Herm, you literally just said it right there. The drop balls and stuff like that. There was so we didn't make plays this week. Yeah, right. Yeah. And with, yeah. whether it was a, a Knox drop or a Cole Beasley not getting to the, the catches that a lot of times we make, we just didn't. Yeah. Um, and Stephon and, Diggs or, hit him right. Diggs' ball. Uh, Cody. Yeah, you know that me. that thing it was there. Hit, hit him in the wrist. Right. I, I mean, but you were there. Balls right. there. You're professional. We just did, we didn't we didn't make plays. Nobody made yeah. a play. Right. Even uh, Gabriel Davis's touchdown almost fell out of his hands. Yeah, he bobbled yeah. it. Yeah, he held it on the way down. So finishing that off with McDermott, and he's gotten a lot of flack about his post game. I agree with him, and there were a couple of the pundits I watched afterwards that said they agree with him. Also, this was not like some onslaught that they destroyed us. Uh, we didn't execute, and he said it in that post game conference. You're giving this guy all this credit, and he said any other coach. Same thing. We didn't execute. You know, we, uh, you know, we, we dropped balls. We didn't uh, in the red zone. We're one for four and we lose by four points and we're in the red zone two times in the fourth quarter. So, you know, I, 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 he was, he, you know, he was arced and, and rightfully so as we were, I think all of us and everybody watching this, all the bills nation. So. Yeah. I have no idea what anyone was watching. Call what game were you watching calling him a genius? It was like the, the, <laughs> the most basic game plan. I mean, listen, he was he smart to to say, "Hey, my guys, we're we're not putting him out in the cold. We're not having him throw the ball around because it can get ugly. So we're just going to run it and hope you guys screw up." I mean, yeah, they're smart for doing that, but I wouldn't call anyone a genius for doing that for scoring you know? fourteen points. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but that's that's the reason why I don't watch that trash because it's just, yeah. it's it's yeah. just that 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 dopamine hit on demand for these guys and um. Well, you know, you know what it is? It feeds into the narrative, um, and it's moving into one of your segments you talked about earlier about losing to teams with a winning record, and but some of the pundits, as I said, the Tennessee game, we make the first down. I think we win that game. Um, and you have a two game, you know, and then you just beat Kansas City. So now you're all the team is all world, but you lose. Um, the Colt game was uh, a disaster, and we deserve to lose that game. But uh, obviously, Jacksonville is an outlier. But this game here, we had an opportunity to win, we just didn't execute. So, um, but reputation wise, um, and I know I'm moving into another segment here. No, no, keep keep but it's, while, it's, while we're there. Yeah. yeah, it's it is distressing because there's a uh, the skeptical, or I call them the, uh, the the Bills fans that are on the fence, or the ones who jumped on the bandwagon. I mean, we're loyal. I can say that about everybody here. 
is, oh, you know, you're pretenders, but uh, if we're on our game, I think we can beat anybody in the league. And the league, and I think the players on the field know that as well. But uh, but you got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. Well, just to segue, since you already mentioned it, um, one in four against teams with winning records. Um, it the number the you are you are what your record says you are, and um, you know you you can you can get by in the early parts of the season, but we're coming down to the, 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 the tail end of it. And uh, a lot of these games matter. And th- this stretch that we're coming up, you know, the, the end is, is, is a cakewalk, but again, we lost to Jacksonville. So Cody, do you believe that there is truth to what some of these national pundits, like maybe they stumbled <clears throat> upon it. I don't believe that they really are prophesizing anything, but you as somebody who watches the team week in and week out, is this something you're concerned about? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely concerned about this team right now. Um, you know, Herman talking about maybe are, are we pretenders? If, if that's the question, I think you can make a very good case right now that we are. Um, we haven't shown anything to say any anything different right now. Um, you know, now we have to go down to to play the Super Bowl champs. I mean, how, how confident are we going into this game? I hope these players have a chip on their shoulder and, and, and can, you know, turn it around. Um, I'm eternally the optimist, right? So <laughs> I, I'm hoping for the best, but right now I, they haven't shown me anything personally for me to, to say, okay, this team is, is a contender. Cause right now we, we are not playing like one. Yeah, I'm still here. I just lost my uh, my video, but <laughs> give me one second to fix that. I, no I'm right there with you. Um, it's it's to the point where you know we're relying a lot upon uh, relying upon what we saw last year. You know, right. we we were able to overcome adversity. We were able to score at a huge clip. Um, we had a lot of situations where we've overcome we overcame adversity and and you know you know that i just think of that rams game last year where we 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 should have fold, packed it up folded it in and and called it a day but it, it's tough to watch this team each week and and, and even in the, the games we win you know there's little chinks in the armor that that are exposed so I'm right there with you. I, I am concerned. I, I I do still think it, there is an opportunity to turn it around, and that's where I share Herm's optimism. Um, but it certainly gets tough when you go from being talked about su- Super Bowl, you know, representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, to you're the seventh seed currently. So, Herm, uh, anything you want to add to the uh, your, your, your continue your thoughts with uh, as far as the Bills uh, against, uh, you know, teams with winning records? Well, it begins Sunday, so I'm with Cody right there in terms of I'm an, I'm an optimist. Uh, right now, Sunday, you have an opportunity to, okay, the Patriot game is over. What's behind us so far that's put us to, uh, we're, uh, what, seven and five? Uh, we have an opportunity now down in Tampa against the Tampa defense, which really isn't playing that well. But 
it's a formidable offense. Um, you know, Tom Brady, Godwin, Gronk's back in there. I'm glad AB's not playing. I mean, for whatever his issues were, you know, he wants to turn in fake vaccine cards <laughs> <laughs> along with his uh, the other baggage he brought down there with, with him to Tampa. So, but uh, I believe we can beat Tampa, which also would be quite a statement then after, you know, I mean, they always say take it one game at a time. You got Carolina after that, and then you got the Patriots again. So we have an opportunity here, as we did last year. Okay, after losing that Arizona game, we went on a run. That seemed like it fueled us. Uh, we didn't really get to see the impact uh, in the Patriot game of uh, Trey White, you know, his loss in terms of, you know, what it means to the defense on the in the passing game in the past defense game. But, um, you know, Dane Jackson's got to step up and the rest of the, uh, the safeties to me didn't play well, in my opinion, in the, uh, in this last game. And uh, I still feel they're the best safety tandem in the league. So they're going to have to step up in this Tampa game. Our, and for me, uh, our defensive line is going to have to put pressure on Tom Brady. I think all of us know when you make him move his feet, he's not as effective as he is when he's just sitting back there throwing the ball. Yeah. And he's getting rid of it quickly now. So uh, just like Ben did in that first game, but he's much, much, he's got much, much bigger weapons. So uh, we're in warm weather. Uh, we're a passing team. Somebody made a point this week. They said the Bills are a passing team. I mean, we were built like that uh, next year. Moving forward, we want to draft some offensive linemen. We want to make some changes, da-da-da-da. But right now, we're a passing team. Uh, we're built to pass. Uh, last year, we were doing the same thing to score. We have an opportunity Sunday. And I honestly, I believe we're going to win the game. I guess that's – I'm biased, obviously, and I'm an optimist, as Cody just said. I think both of me, the two of us have watched many games over the last few years. Hmm. And – we have an opportunity now. All right, we're we're in the seventh seed, but if we get into the playoffs, it's all about making a run. But right now, it has to be good Sunday. So that's where I'm at on that. Yeah, they're all good points. Um, it's going to be tough, and it's it's this is one of those games where early in the season, I thought we'd be a, we would be afforded the, uh, you know afforded not not to say i you know you you should lose games but this is one where i would have been like you know what you lose to an nfc opponent you probably started off pretty good it's it's not a big i didn't see this as a big game outside of the tom brady you know hoopla but now it's 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 bigger than ever it not only at stacking what you know to to begin to stack wins again but you're 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 on the precipice of falling off that cliff. So right, yeah. it's going to be a tough one. So let, let's get into uh, to Tampa. I mean, they are the uh, defending Super Bowl champions. They got Tom Brady, who's leading the league in you know, touchdowns. It seems like this guy just will never go away. Um, he's got nearly 4,000 yards. He's got 34 touchdowns, you know, 10 interceptions. Um, but really just having, you know, another highly, highly productive uh, game. Um, in, in your mind, Herm, what, what, what can the Bills do to 
I I know you said uh, Antonio Brown's not going to be there, but they still have weapons. What do the Bills do to affect Tom Brady? Let's say the way maybe Washington did a couple weeks ago. That's right. Uh, put some pressure on him. Um, first and foremost, we we've seen him enough. Yeah, he was in the AFC East, dominating for what twenty years. So we've seen him enough. But um, I like to see him. I'd even, I'm be honest. I, 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 I'd take a, a, a late hit on him, you know, put some, put, I mean, let's be physical. I mean, cause you're sending a message. It's football to me. Uh, maybe I'm old school in that regard. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, you touch him or if you get near him, it's a possible penalty. We know how that goes, but at the same time, make him move his feet. You uh, want to send a weeks. message. Yeah. Yeah. Send a message. Uh, you know, Dane Jackson is uh, over there. I, mean, I think he's capable. I think Coven and I talked about last week or the week before that, you know, I, I mean, I watched him at Pitt. He was, a, he was a good cover corner. Now is your opportunity to step up, uh, next man up. But to step up, you're not going to be Trey White. But there weren't many quarterbacks in the league that were. So uh, the safeties have to play better because you got Gronk and, and tight ends have killed us. Um, Last year, Kelsey, every every good tight end we played against had big games against us, if I remember correctly. So Gronk is playing again. Uh, he wasn't playing when they lost to uh, the Reds, uh, the Washington football team, excuse me, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, I think we need to put pressure on them. And then, but the bottom line for um, me is our offense, could, I, th- I still think we can outscore them. And, but we have to. Once we get in the red zone, we got to finish with touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bass will have a nice kicking day down there in warm weather, and where he came out of Florida, if I remember correctly. So, you know, Georgia, back. oh Georgia, close excuse enough. me, yeah, close enough. Florida but, North. Yeah. So, um, Beach. yeah, we we need when we get in the red zone, you got to score touchdowns because they've been scoring touchdowns. I watch some of their games, but they're I think what they're averaging, uh, what over thirty points a game, the Bucks offense. They, I think they got uh, the highest scoring offense in the league right now, right? So anyway, that's that's my take. Is uh, the defense has to uh, our line and some blitzing. I mean, um, uh, I, I to me, I don't think we we're dependent on our front four, which the pass rush is pedestrian to me. You know, we don't have T.J. Watt. You know, we don't have that elite pass rusher, Aaron Donald. We don't have guys like that. We don't have that one guy. We don't have Bruce Smith, that one guy that they have to put two guys on, which is just a force. So um, sometimes you got to supplement it with the blitz and and do some blitzing. So that's my take. Yeah, I mean, you you always say you think we can play with anyone. Well, now we need to start showing it, Herm. That's right. I agree. (laughs) We need to start because we have the talent, but uh, what was the the Bills Parcells? Talent means you haven't done shit. Oh no, it's potential. Means you haven't done shit yet. <laughs> mm. And we haven't. We haven't done much. Uh, Cody, nope. what are your thoughts on uh, Tom Brady still on top of this league? I think he found the uh, holy grail or something because it, it doesn't. It really just doesn't seem fair that we get to this point in the season. And I agree with you. I I kind of figured that this was a interconference game that wasn't really going to mean too much. And here we are <laughs> on the brink of uh, 
a season that's really gone off the rails here and, and a game that we really need. Um, last week when me and Herm were talking, I said, wow, we're, we're, a, we're a Buffalo team that can't play in Buffalo. And we're just, and, and I, I believe that. And that as, as sorry as that sounds, I, I think this team is going to perform a whole lot better in 80 degree Florida sunshine. Uh, and, um, but, but just to, to, to piggyback off of what Herm said, I, I think, you know, yeah, we always said when he was on the Patriots, we always said, get pressure up the middle, get him off his spot, make him roll out, get in his face. And, and I do agree that, I mean, that's always been the book on Tom Brady. Uh, and I do like saying, okay, let's, let's get a little bit more physical with these guys. Let's take the, the, the same approach that we took with the Chiefs, where we took a few penalties because we were, you know, we were, we were all over them. We were smothering them. And I think you have to do that with Gronk. We know that from all the years we spent with him. Chip these guys, hit these guys, right. jam these guys at the line of scrimmage. They have a plethora of talent. And they're much more dynamic than the Patriots. I mean, yeah. we just got smoked. If you want to say, I don't think we got smoked. But just see what the running backs over there did to us. Leonard Fournette is, is a very good player. Um, he's better than their running backs. You're right. He's right. He's, he's better than what we just played. So you have to, as a defense, everybody's got to be on the same page here. We can't, we can't next week, if we're talking about uh, a garbage game that Edmonds had and Epinesa had, we're going to be talking about another loss here. We need to get down to, to fundamentals. Ed Oliver, I think, needs to have a big game. Mm-hmm. Um, we're without star yeah. again. So Harrison Phillips again, and he showed that he could do it. Um, so, I mean, on, on a defensive, talking about on the defensive side of the football, I think the key is, is, is really just that. And, yeah, seeing Dane Jackson with Trey White not being here last week, we didn't, we didn't need him. Although he is a short tackler, and we need that. Um, but just talking about the defensive side of the football there. Um, we got a work cut out for us. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see a step up in talent on all levels, even the offensive line, I believe. I mean, just taking a look at some of these skill positions, number numbers for Tampa. I mean, Chris Godwin is 50 yards shy of a thousand yards already. Five touchdowns. Mike Evans has, 790 with 10 touchdowns. You got Rob Gronkowski still doing it in the red zone. Six touchdowns. I mean, like you mentioned, they they have a plethora of skill uh, and talent at the skill positions. And uh, that kind of, to me, that spells out we're not going to see a lot of blitzing. I mean, you can't leave Dane Jackson out there on an island against Chris Godwin or, or Mike Evans. They're just going to get eaten alive. And, and Tom Brady being not only the best quarterback to, to, put, to put a jersey on, but probably one of the most cerebral ones, he's going to go, look at that, that matchup and uh, you know, he's going to be licking his chops. So I, I, unfortunately, I, don't, I, I think uh, to, to your point, and, and it may be to our detriment, Herm, I think we're going to have to rely on that front four. and. When you look across the board, who's a guy who could potentially wreak havoc play, play after play? I mean, it's not going to be your Jerry Hughes anymore. It's not going to be uh, AJ Epinesa. Um, it's not even going to be Groot because he's not that – I don't think he's that type of player. I think he's a consistent player, and, and he's a good one. But 
I do think you bring up a good point, Cody, Ed Oliver. I think he's the guy yeah. that's going to have to create that havoc. And the only Super Bowl, you know, you go back to the Giants Super Bowls, that's what they did. You know, they got the pressure pressure up the middle, the Justin Tucks of the world. Um, so I think we're going to have to really have these, these guys as a unit go with a bend but don't break and really be opportunistic, whether that's a batted ball that turns into an interception, um, a, a sack on, on third down or, or second, you know, putting them in third and long. Um, I think they're going to have to play it smart. I don't think we're going to see a dominating performance, but that goes right into what you mentioned before, Herm, is the offense is going to have to win this game. They're going to have to really play the way we have expected and have yet to see them play this season. You know, we hear about um, Emmanuel Sanders and what an upgrade um, he is over John Brown. Well, the Bills offensive, the Bills offense as a unit has done better without having John Brown or Emmanuel Sanders on, on the uh, field, you know, those mid parts of last year where they were really cooking. So, you know, to your point, I think that offense is really going to have to, to, to really foot the bill. Um, the, the, the Buccaneers on the defense have been a little bit of a different story. Now it's hard to, it's hard to kind of harken back to the beginning of last year or pre playoffs, but the Bucks weren't, weren't that great of a team. They really turned it on as the season went. Um, I mean, they got two great linebackers in Devin White and uh, Levante David. Antoine Winfield Jr. is, you know, he's a stud. But other than that, we haven't seen too much. Uh, and Shaquille Barrett, you know, he's he's got the numbers. He's a great pass rusher. And obviously Shue, but he's getting up there in age. But we haven't seen necessarily the the dominance that we, we've expected. Um, Herm, you have any uh, insight on the, uh, the Bucks defense? Well, um, they, I mean, the defense, uh, hasn't played, they haven't been, uh, as effective as they were last year. Uh, well, they came on, obviously to me, the defense won the Super Bowl for them, um, in the, in the, in the Green Bay in the championship game. And then you saw the, they were dominant against uh, Mahomes and the chief. So, um, They've had some injuries. Um, the Washington game, though, you saw uh, Heineke. It's it's just kind of funny though, because remember Heineke almost Heineke had his best game of his career against them in the playoffs yeah. last year. Remember, he was the only person yeah. in the playoffs that came close to beating Tampa, and then he beat him again this year in the regular season, which is just stunning. A team that we beat forty to nothing. <laughs> mm. So, so or, it just makes well, it. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. forty nothing, but 40, we blew uh, them out. We blew them out. Yeah, well, I, yeah, blow out a blowout. Uh, a team at the time I was referring to as Riff Raff, who's playing, playing now. They're on a nice little run. Yeah. So, um, uh, their defense doesn't obviously doesn't scare me as much as their offense does. I mean, offensively, as I said, they're extremely formidable because they have a a variety of weapons. Defensively, I think we um, uh, uh, our offense can exploit them. Um, the Col- in the uh, the Colt game, I felt Indianapolis really uh, when they uh, they beat Indianapolis a couple weeks ago, and I watched most of that game. Indianapolis should have won that game, but for a couple yeah. of plays, um, Carson Wentz made some bad throws, and that was the difference in that game. So. 
and it wasn't even a matter of so much with Jonathan Taylor running. I, I believe we can throw the ball, as uh, Cody said. Unfortunately, you know, we're a Buffalo team that's not playing well in Buffalo. But in 80-degree weather, I think, uh, you know, it's almost like a team that's built for San Diego. Yeah. Uh, when uh, they had Eric Coriel out there. So um, their defense, uh, just in closing on that, I, I their defense doesn't uh, scare me as much as their offense does. And uh, I think you hit it on the head earlier, uh, Travis, when you said it's going to come down to our offense, um, putting outscoring them. They average about 30 a game and we can easily go over 30 points. You know, my mantra, we, we, we left points on the table. You know how I feel. I feel we can score mm-hmm. more. So there we go. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're 16th in the league with, uh, you know, giving up in points, 10th in yards. Nothing that jumps off the table. Another good team that turns the ball over, and we faced this will be the third, or not the third team in a row, but outside, you know, minus the uh, New Orleans games. Uh, we played uh, the top three teams who take the ball away. Um, Cody, give us a little insight on what you see and maybe ways that uh, the Bills can exploit this Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, there's definitely a few ways you can exploit this team. Uh, number one, they don't tackle. They don't tackle. They're terrible. Uh, if they're not at the top of the league and miss tackles, they're up there. They're in top five or or so. Um, we said the secondary. You look at the defensive line. You got JJP. You got um, uh, Shaquille Barrett on the other side. You got <laughs> Shu. I think you called him before. Uh, he's still a good player. Um, Vita Vail. Um, they got they got studs there, but. They they don't do well against the pass, which is what is what we do. Um, teams don't even attempt to run the football against them, and we can't run the football. So guess what? We're not going to be running the football very much. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, think they, team they have. Hold on, real quick. They yeah. their uh, their their defense has is, has faced um, the most passes pass attempts in the league. Right, right, and I think they only give up about 40 or 50 yards running the football every game. What they do is, this is Todd Bowles, which we were very, um, you know, very familiar with from his time with the Jets here. So he's going to play his zone. Uh, somebody just pointed that out. He's going to play zone most of the time, uh, two deep shell, and they let, they let the, the middle of the field open. So, you know, I said last week, Cole Beasley needed to have a big game. I think the weather kind of, put that out but this is a game where those intermediate routes are going to be huge for us and we need to exploit that um and they're susceptible to 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 big mistakes um it's usually they try to play behind um and let the passes come in front of them and we need to to actually get some yards after the catch here which isn't our game but this is the game to do it um there's there's so many situational football um, plays that we can make in this game that can be the difference here, and I think it's that secondary that we really need to um, to exploit. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys both uh, nailed it with uh, what what we're going to expect and what what we need to do in order, or what the Bills need to do in order to get a W. Um, Let's move into uh, some matchups that we uh, are looking forward to. I'll give you my first one, and that's going to be uh, McDermott versus the instant replay. 
Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. Um, because we, we saw the, we saw it happen. And again, it, I don't think he necessarily got it, but then again, you look Mm -hmm. on the replay, you can't even see him, you know, he's like, who, who's up there telling him to challenge that where they're, I don't care. I don't care if that guy was under there looking at him saying, no, he didn't, he didn't make it. If it's not on film, what do you think they're going to do? So, right. It looked really desperate. If there's anything to get, um, you know, to, to kind of throw darts at with McDermott was that, that was a desperate move. They called it out on the broadcast and they're not right many times, but they were, they nailed yeah. that one. So um, I know it, we're very, we're pretty cynical, uh, but I just wanted to throw that one in there. It's let's not get any more of those. And the timeout, I mean, it, it comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to grab it, I mean, that was it, right. That I totally agree with everything you just said in that timeout, we really could have used at the end. Uh, I made it a point to Herman last week. They took down the eye in the sky because of the wind. Right. right. So mm-hmm. that's not even, that yeah, you might have that camera angle. If you have that camera, we didn't right. have that camera. Right. Um, desperation move. Yeah. Um, I don't so, think he got so it. Me- I agree, but. Yeah, I don't think he got it either. I mean, there wasn't mm-hmm. much push. But, uh, Cody, give us your matchup uh, that you're looking forward to. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to go our offensive line again, our offensive line versus the defensive line. I think yeah. you, you got to give Josh Allen some time here. If they give him time and they hold up against this pass rush, then we can win this football game. If they don't, we will not win. Herm, what's your matchup? Yeah, I'm uh I'm with Cody. I was gonna that's what I was gonna say. Uh you know, you got Vita Vey up the middle, Barrett on the end. I mean, uh JPP, if Josh gets time, if uh which he hasn't really uh, of late against um teams with guys who are uh pass rushers, and that's they're especially, I mean, JPP is not against the run, but but you can't run again. They they have one of the top run de- run defenses in the league because they got the big boy in the middle who's back now, and and they stopped the run. But as you said, they're the uh, what most heavily passed team in the league passed against because you can do it, but you need time. So uh, um, that's what that was the matchup I was going to say. So I'm in agreement with Cody totally there. If you give Josh times, and uh, I think he can go over 300 yards, and we can score a lot of points in this game. So that's my matchup is our O line against their D line. Uh, and an honorary honorary mention, uh, Jeremy. He's got jokes. <laughs> Cody Ford versus Food Poison. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeremy. Cody Ford's not making out of this town alive. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was feeling bad for him. All right. Uh, so we'll do stat of the game. Um, I'll give you mine first. I'm going to say that. And this is a, it took a lot for me to say this because, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time uh, dogging the Bills a bit. But I say the Bills score touchdowns on 75 percent of the time in the red zone. So, you know, if if, if we are looking for a win or, or at least to keep it close um, or bounce back performance for the offense, we need to score in the red zone. Uh, Herm, give me your stat of the game. Uh Josh can throw for like 350 and four touchdowns or better. And I think that's doable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I like it. Yeah. That's, that's, if he can, I think he can throw for 350. 
after our run game has been so anemic over the last, I mean, most off season, basically, but we've looked terrible and uh, it's time. Let's, let's do what we do best. And that's throw the football. And as Cody said, you're in 80 degree weather down in Tampa. And once again, our game is on national television, right? You got uh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo doing the game. So mm. uh, let's, uh, let's put on a show here and let's get some respect back to the, uh, to the bills. All right, Cody, uh, give me a stat of the game. Me and Herm are on the same page today. I was going to go Josh Allen as well, but I'm going to go, I'll go with, um, with what I went with last week, which I don't know exactly what it was, but it was something similar to Cole Beasley with uh, eight catches for 85 and a TD. I think you have to hit those underneath passes this week. It's going to be open. Yeah, I think you're right. Going against his own defense, he's he's the number one guy to find that soft spot in the zone. Mm-hmm. All right, key to victory. I know we normally give two. Let's just break it down into one. Um, I think it's going to be unanimous. Uh, score in the red zone. Uh, Herm, you got anything different for that? <laughs> Finish the drive, which is just uh, parallels your scoring. You know, you know how I feel about it, Travis. And you said seventy-five percent. So, me hearing that, okay, uh, if we're in there four times, we score twenty-one points. But uh, so hopefully, we score out. Oh, hey, you can score from outside. You I was that. I was about outside. to go there. We got to score from outside. Uh, some chunk plays from outside the red zone, which would be nice as well. But um, yeah, we we have to uh, we have to finish drives with touchdowns. Field goals aren't going to win this game. <clears throat> Cody, key to victory: win at the line of scrimmage. There you go. Both sides of the ball. It's a, it's a simple game, but it's not easy. Yep, that's for sure. All right, fellas, uh, we're in that time where uh we're gonna give our predictions out um i'll go first very optimistic person i think the bills just like you herm can win just about any game they play but i'm not gonna take them this week i i just can't sit up here and uh you know i'm not willing it into existence uh i'm 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 worried about the the matchup uh and i'm gonna go 34 31 tampa herm what do you got 3528 Bills. Cody. I have the same scoreline 3431 Buffalo. And All right. yeah, and I just, just says, and the only reason why I take that and my confidence isn't that high is because every year we lose a game we're supposed to win, Jacksonville, and we win a game we're supposed to lose. That's this week. All right. I like that, Cody. Right. <laughs> I hope I am wrong. That's for sure. Yeah, we do too. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You guys can rag on me all you want. Let's go. Maybe I'll will. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm the bad juju. So if, if they lose, if they lose, if they win this week, I'm picking them to lose the rest of the season. So yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll help us out there. All right. Let's get into uh, the five day forecast. Now, last week, um, I had. I'm. I'm falling off. I, I've. I've stopped counting the total but i was yeah, one I wanted for to know five. what's the, yeah, what's it what's the i was one for five herm you were two for five cody we was three for five oh, um well, last week was a tough week that weather really threw a monkey wrench into yeah, everything it did it did uh but hey we should have known we knew it was coming but we didn't expect it to die. well i guess we did expect the wind but 
I don't know, maybe not at that that clip. No. Um, we got some uh, predictions over here, 42-38 Buffalo, mm, okay. 41-35 Bills and OT. I hope you guys are right. I like that, Kenny. Trying to be... Yeah, it's I a good like one. That. A lot All of right, fun. let's get into our uh, forecast for this week. Um, so for Monday, Herm, you can start us off. Tampa rushes for over 150 yards. Cloudy. Cody? Yeah, I'll go cloudy as well. Uh, yeah, I think they'll pass more. I'll go cloudy as well. Herm, Brady scores more touchdowns than Allen. Now, this could be rushing or passing. Cloudy. Cody? Hmm. I'll go cloudy as well. I think Fournette will will get some touches. Yeah. Um, I think I got to go cloudy as well because I don't foresee anyone but Josh Allen scoring touchdowns on this Bills team. Which maybe we'll see, you know, maybe we'll see a little bit more running in the the uh the red zone. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't some hurt rollouts, yeah, roll him out and give him the opportunity to get out of the. I, we haven't seen those uh the pulling those double pulling guards uh sweeps, which is yeah, you gotta at least try it, right? I don't know. Um, Herm over three combined sacks for both teams. Clear. Cody. Uh so it's got to be I hate, four. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hate agreeing with Herman on everything here. But, yeah, clear. <laughs> you said right, that's combined go. for both squads, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go cloudy. I think there will only be a couple. I think Brady, well, you need to uh, go cloudy. You know, to did some separation here so you can catch so, up. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're right. But I, I do believe, you know, I don't think we're going to get to Brady all that often sack-wise. And uh, believe it or not, the Bills' offensive line has been decent in pass protection the last couple of weeks. Um, Decent. all right, Herm, the bit, well, compared to <laughs> week one and yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. uh, the bills commit less than seven penalties. <laughs> That's a good one, right? <laughs> yeah. I went with, I think a few weeks ago, remember it was eight or more. And I think I was right. They, we lost, but we didn't have as many, we didn't do eight penalties. We were, <laughs> We were at borderline. So seven is the number. Uh, seven or less seven. than seven. So six less or than seven. Okay. So six or below. Uh, it's clear. You know, they they just have a penchant for. Uh, so just locking in the back. Clear, uh, that means you. Clear. You, I think they're going to you... They're going to be six or more. You're saying seven. Seven. Okay. So then the you're. So, I, so then I think they'll have more than six you're, penalties. You got it. All right, Cody. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm. I'm finally. I get to branch off of Herman. I'm a little clearer here. I think they played a cleaner game the last few weeks, and Who I think. Um, I don't know. Well, the crew that officiated Monday night was the least. The least penalty. The least amount yeah. of penalties in the league. Exactly. And I think we had but, three, right? Against the Patriots, we had three. Yeah. Yeah, the big one. Two uh, were in the red zone. Yeah, Knox's yeah. uh um illegal motion or whatever. You're right. Yeah. I mean there wasn't a lot to the game, so I guess I'll go clear. Um 
because I know they in the Thanksgiving game we didn't we didn't commit many either. So let's make it three in a row. Um, and lastly, Herm, two or more skill players have over a hundred yards. Both teams. Yes. Oh yeah, clear. Okay, Cody. Cloudy. They're both going to be on the Bills. Be on the bills. <laughs> I think I think you'll you'll see Godwin, Evans, Fort, uh, Gronk. I think these guys they have so many weapons. I I can see them all being that eighty five mark around there. And then I think that um you know maybe Diggs has a big day. I think Diggs is the only one that goes over a hundred. Yeah, I'm going to go clear. I think we'll get one one for each. Don't know who it is, but uh yeah. That's it. All right. Before we wrap it up, uh, Herm, I'll let you uh, give us your thoughts before uh, we get out of here. Well, uh, I think we summed it up earlier pretty well that, uh, and I, I'm in agreement with both of you guys that looking at the schedule at the beginning of the year and he went game by game, this game here, I thought, uh, okay, it was a game that, uh, we want to win every game, but I didn't think it'd be as instrumental as it is in terms of uh, our keeping our season alive or or making us. Uh, I thought personally we'd be leading the division and kind of cruising. Um, what of every game we lost, the Jacksonville game really hurts right now. Uh, just even in the loss column, not just the conference loss, but the loss column. So you know. Uh, this game here all of a sudden becomes imperative that we win. Otherwise, you're seven and six going into the, you know, there's, it's still doable, but it makes things a whole lot, a lot more difficult than you, then we begin scoreboard watching, um, you know, hoping other teams lose that we've lost to. Exactly. To enhance our opportunity to get into the playoffs because, um, you know, head to head and in the conference, we, even though this is a non-conference game, but in the loss column, uh, we can't stand to lose another game right about now. Yeah, I'm glad you put the, uh, if we lose, we're going to be muddled with teams we already lost to, and that's that's right. a problem. Yeah. Cody, final thoughts? I, I don't even have anything to sum this all up. I think it's uh, it's time to buck up. Um, we're talking about this team being a pretender. Show yep. us you're not. Go yep. win a football game against a good opponent. I like it. So I just before we go, I just wanted to summarize something. So there was this little team. I don't know. We might be playing them Sunday for for whatever four fifteen. They won the Super Bowl last year, but before they did that, they they sat at the crossroads at a seven and five record. Um, tough loss against Kansas City. They went on to uh, run the table for the rest of the season and in the playoffs. Uh, so uh, let's make it happen. You know, we're, we're playing that team. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were nothing special. They slid in the back door, um, but they were seven and five and uh, they, they took a tough loss. And, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where uh, all that, um, all the, the, uh, the the process and uh you know all all that McDermott stuff where when you're winning and it's the off season it sounds good and everybody buys in but when uh things get a little rough 
everyone starts to question him. I mean, I, there's there's fans out here asking either for him to take over play calling or for him to be fired, which neither of them make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, let's see what type of uh, fortitude this team is. Let's see if they're uh, if they are in fact as mentally tough as they are skilled at the uh, the the game of football. And um, you know, I I think we're gonna find out and. You know, it's it would be nice to be in that situation, Herm. You mentioned about you know skating in, and leading the division, but uh, you know, adversity uh, makes men out of boys. So uh, let's go, let's go get that victory. And uh, until next Friday, all I gotta say is go Bills. Go Bills. Man, I was waiting for it. Come on, Herm, send us off. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My mic went. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no. I- Give us a go, Bills. Go, Bills.